Alright, so this is our first episode of the Does It Feel Good podcast. This is this is something of a working title. We uh we couldn't really find anything better, so we just thought, hey, let's uh let's choose our favorite Robin Thicke song title. And uh but if if you come up if you can think of anything better, please let us know and we'll we'll use it. Uh, we got we got a few topics today. Uh, what uh, what's what's like the What's the theme of our podcast? Like, do we just talk about everything, I guess? Like, is there any specific... I think we'll figure that out. I think it's just miscellaneous topics. Like, it's just, like... It's just things that we feel need to be discussed. Yeah. You know? Um, but we're gonna start off with the Tool concert we saw. Oh, yeah. We got a big episode, though. We, we got a lot of topics, but we're gonna start off with, with the Tool concert we saw. Just give it a little review uh, for those of you listeners who are Tool fans. Um... I don't know. How would you? How do you feel about the concert? I, I thought it was pretty good. There were just a couple of things. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it, like it was good, right. but it could have been for what we paid for. Like it could have been a lot. I think it's a just, lot better. You know, um, it was more the fact that. Well, it's just okay. I would have liked if they played lateral lateralis. Yeah, so it, it it was the set list. Um, the set list could have been a lot better. Um, well, first of all, I mean. Like, we gotta talk about how the concert actually was. Uh, yeah. Um, we actually spent the first part of the concert. I spent the first part of the concert sitting in the wrong seats. Oh, well, we did um, it on purpose because yeah, our seats weren't next to each other. Our seats other. were were right were like in different rows across from each other, thanks to Evenco. Oh, is this is this a level where? You... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are listening, I'm playing a, a James Bond game for GameCube. As we it's the most frustrating level. So if you hear like, comments about it is really frustrating. It's really anyways, hard. Then you break the controller because I'm already I haven't played this in years. I don't even know how this okay. works. A- anyway. Anyways, because this bozo over here thought it was a good idea to have me sit next to him, and then I was kicked out of my seat by security and forced to sit in the next row. No, it wasn't by security. Happened, no, no, it's that's... just they, they <laughs> went to get their seat, but we were just sitting together as long as we could. Yeah, it's true, it's true. But and to be fair, I think the, the, the row in front of me was, was, it was pretty good. I don't know. I, oh, crap. I can't start the level over. Um, it's it was pretty good. Um, the problem with the concert wasn't... The, the quality of, of the music was amazing. Like, they put on an amazing yeah, show. Really I mean, really, they, they just... Oh. They they hit they they nailed it out of the park. Yeah, they did. Um, it was just kind of the little things like it was really hard to see the lead singer. Yeah, for some, for some reason. reason Maynard Keenan was like hiding. It's like hiding in the back. Like I couldn't really see anyone to be honest. Like, I I I saw the drummer, but that was that's just because we were seated really far from the from the stage. Um, and then yeah, the lead singer was just kind of in the back. Yeah, he had a, like a brief political rant uh, at some point, being like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, "Follow like, you know, like don't listen to what you hear in the news." Yeah, which you know he's not wrong. Um, it was a little random, but that's a tool for you. <laughs> um, uh, no, the disappointing thing was the fact that there was a like an eleven minute intermission, followed by three songs. It just it was very anticlimactic. And, uh, and there was no there was no encore either. It was really weird. Oh yeah. Because normally you it's get a little just, encore. It's just that yeah. But I thought about that yeah. There was like only like 
two songs after the intermission, which was a bit weird. But yeah. I, I thought about it, and I think it might be because Tool, like, they're, they're really, like, they really want people to have, like, a good concert experience. So maybe they, they figured, like, it was too long to... Maybe. They want people to, like, have to miss it to go to the washroom or something. Right. Maybe. Well, I mean, either way, it was, like, uh... Still, though, you could have still had it, like, halfway, though, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean... Know. If, if for for people who've been waiting such a long time to see Tool, you know, it just seems to me that yeah, in Montreal, especially Montreal, and with apparently Tool doesn't like Quebec. Well, that's according to can we drop true? the name or okay? It's according to someone, someone we know, someone who shall not be named. Well, unless they agree to yeah. So let's not. Uh, so but... let's just call them uh, uh, Tim. <laughs> just give them a pseudonym, like Hugh. Or something. Huh. Why? I don't, what? What could Tool possibly not like about Quebec? Though this is this is what's really bothering me. Like, what's? I don't know. Who knows if it's. It's the politics. Like I guess Quebec just like people just don't like Quebec across Canada because we try to like separate from them, and uh, like we speak French, but even then, those are really silly reasons to not like Quebec. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like, I feel like if you're gonna hate Quebec, you might as well hate the U.S. too. You might as well not play in the U.S. Because eh. I mean, they're I mean, they're they're just as bad as we are, if if not worse. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's very true, general true. statement. I mean, true, true. And yeah, no, they just like for me, like the like like there are certain like tool songs that, um, you, you cannot go without like Lateralis, um. They, they could have played, played sober too. They could have played guess. sober. I guess, but um, they did a good job. Like there were a lot of good songs. There yeah. Well, sure. there are ones that I really wanted to hear, like Rosetta Stone or like a Hoff- yeah. like Lost Keys, Blame Hoffman or Forty Six and Two. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know, those are they're all. It's to be fair, Tool is a very long, um, show. Like like every every song is at least like eleven minutes or ten minutes long. So. Yeah. I get that they'd want to, like... They have shorter. to, like, pick and choose what, like... Yeah, I know, exactly. And it's like that with every... Like, like, yeah. like you're never going to hear every song in, like, every band you see. Not everyone will be happy. Like, no, exactly. I mean, there's some shows that are better than others, you know? Like, yeah, sometimes. Like, I'll, like, take, for example, I saw Rush a few years ago uh, with my good friend, um, we'll, we'll say his, uh, X, I guess, um... I have a friend named X. <laughs> uh, and that was the second time I saw Rush. The first time I saw them was about five years ago. And they had a great set list. They had, like, everything... Like, everything I wanted to hear. But the second time was really disappointing. Like, they didn't really... Um, they played a lot of... What they did was they played songs that they liked. Which doesn't necessarily correlate with the fans like. And so that's why it was a bit controversial. Well, the fan, being... I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I guess it's just because, you know, they're, they're rushed and they've been around forever and they can do whatever the hell they want. But, still, they don't... But but they didn't play Limelight. Like, they oh, didn't yeah. play, like that's one of their best-known well, sure. best songs. Yeah, yeah. And they, they haven't played it for years. Like, I don't know why it's it's omitted from the, you would think from the set they list. Play. Yeah, that's the did first they, did song. Did they I play wanted. Free Will? They, they did. I think they played Free Will. Oh, that's good. They... I have to go back and check. This is something I'm going to have to go back and check uh, for another episode, but... Yeah, they, they played that, and so, yeah, very rarely, like, um, 
ban- bands are going to play everything you want to hear. You just have to be happy with what you get. That's true. That's true. Oh, but something I found too about the concert was that um, it was funny before because first of all it was raining that day. Yeah. And um, literally they there was like I'm not even kidding. Probably like at least two thirds of the audience were just like standing outside the bell center before it started. Yeah. And like the opening act was on, so they they could have literally like like they could have gone in and seen the opening act, or even just like stood inside. They would literally. They literally like preferred to stand in the rain than to see the opening act. Like, yeah, it was raining. Like that's that's I mean, like that's pretty bad. Like that's Tool fans for you. It's like they don't they refuse to be anything but Tool. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the opening act was okay. I didn't really get like that into them. Yeah, no, I thought they were kind of trippy. Yeah. Actually, we kind of left because we weren't that into it. I yeah, thought they kind of trippy much. to be honest. Well, but. I mean, it's like it's Tool, you know. Like you, you don't want you don't want to see the opening act. You you came to see Tool. Um, yeah, so. Anyways, it was, it was a good show. I I was just expecting it to be a lot, a lot better. But may, maybe I set my expectations a little too high. It's possible. Um, anyways, moving on. Since uh, since we're seeing Metallica next month, we should do a review of their last album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know, like I don't know. Do well, think... first of all, okay. Um, first thing is that okay. So since we're going to the show. What they do is they include the album in the ticket, so essentially they're like forcing people to buy their album. Yeah. Essentially. That is very Metallica. Anyways. Right yeah, is it? That was if, one thing. If that's if people want to know if you had bought a ticket, you would have gotten a free uh, CD. But like, who really listens to CDs anymore? Like, I can't because my computer doesn't even have a CD drive. So I don't really know, like. Like, I just downloaded it. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Metallica. I don't really need this, but... <laughs> like, whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. But Anyways. what I, 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 I... How do I feel about the last album? Like, mixed emotions. You know, I, like, I listened to it, like... Like, three times. Hi. Hi. I listened to it, like, three times. Uh, and... It's, it's okay. I guess. What do you think? Yeah. I think... Yeah, there's some songs... I kind of like the second disc better. Well, except for... Okay, except for, like, you know, the threes. Like, um... What are the three, like... They were, like, the first singles, like, um... I guess... Hard, hardwired, hardwired, hardwired... Hardwired... Halo on Fo- Hardwired... Atlas. Uh, Alice Rise and, uh, yeah. Um... Moth into Flames. I thought those were pretty good, but on the second disc, there's some catchy, uh... Yeah, there, but there's some but some really some, mediocre some, songs. Yeah, some and and also some of the names I find are pretty funny. Like for example, yeah, uh, <laughs> what were they called again? One of them was, uh, uh, am I savage? Oh yeah, am I savage? am I savage and man unkind? Oh yeah, man. No, no, and oh yeah, man unkind and in unkind un is like capitalized, right? Right. Is it have anything to do with the un? I don't know. Like, I don't think so. But why would they spell it that way? It's I like don't know either. Strange. It's it's interesting. Maybe Metallica is making a political statement about the UN. Maybe. I'd like to look that. Hold on, I'm gonna look up. I'm actually gonna look up the track list to give myself some. Re- like, here's what I thought. I thought also, it seemed to me that the first there's like a contrast of of like fast and slow Metallica, and I felt like 
Yeah. The first side was was faster. Second side was more heavy and sludgier. Because this is what people have to understand about Metallica these days. Their recording process is not as spontaneous as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like in the 80s, you know, after they put out an album, they'd tour, they'd just drink a lot, and then they'd come back to the re- recording studio, you know, drink, record, back, you know, back and forth, you know, rinse, <laughs> rinse, repeat. And they would just churn out Metallica. But now that they're so big and they have all these other things going on, like, I think what they do is, like, between tours, they go into a studio, they jam, and then they sort of just, like, like, at the, the culmination, like, they say they're going to record, but they're not, they just jam out some tunes, and then I think maybe with this album, what they do is they just kind of put together a bunch of demos and put some songs out. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that, that sounds kind of mean. Calling it a bunch of demos, but that's how I feel like they record their their albums. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and to explain why some songs don't feel so cohesive, Go so close. they just feel like a bunch of riffs thrown together. Like I don't know. But isn't that kind of Metallica in general? Yeah, I guess. To be well, I, I don't guess. know. I mean, I I don't know. No, not not exactly. Well, okay, Alice Rise sounds pretty complete. Hardwired. I, I actually like Now That We're Dead. I actually kind of like that song. A Moth Into a Flame, yeah, that sounds pretty cohesive. Hail on Fire, Dream No More. Here's a song I really like. Like, this is my favorite song. I hope they play this live is Confusion. The lyrics are great. The main riff is great. Um, it's just a very complete song. And I actually... Have you heard the lyrics? Like, if you listen clearly uh, to what it is, or seen the video... Which one? Confusion. No. Like, like go back and listen to it, and you'll notice... And actually, watch the video, <laughs> and you'll notice that it seems to have a theme of war, or, uh, like, shell shock. No, I think it's about PTSD. Uh, okay. Because, like, there's one lyric in it that goes, My life, the war that never ends. And it just, it sounds like someone returning from war saying, like, you know, the war is over. Like, they're not, they're off duty or they're retired or whatnot, but the war that never ends because they're, they're still grappling with the demons of, yeah, maybe. of what happened or, you know, it's really, that's really interesting because Metallica's always written great songs about war, like one or, um, what's another one? I should know this. I'm, I'm like the more ardent Metallica fan between the two of us. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, <laughs> can't think of any songs that are about war. Oh, dude. Disposable Heroes. Oh, yeah. That well, yeah, is... But war one is about war, isn't it? One is, is about it? World War One. Yeah. Yeah, Disposable Heroes is, is probably about Vietnam or World War One. Uh, yeah, there's lots of... Songs about war. Isn't there also um... Yeah, I don't know. There's lots. The Unforgiven Three. No, the day that never comes is about war. Yeah. yeah like the day know. that you know he'll he'll go home from duty and see his family. Anyways, um, 
I like Confusion. I th I think it's one of the better tracks. I think it's definitely worth a listen. It's got a nice little chugging, like got a nice little triplets. It's a it's it's a fun track. I really I I dig it. Uh, and moving on from Confusion is Man Unkind. I don't even remember what that sounds like. Is that because some of it isn't I can't memorable? I not remember either. I only listened to it. Like, See, the I thing is, like, even if Metallica it. writes great songs, chances are you don't remember what they sound like because some of them are just way too long. Well, long. I don't know. I just I didn't listen to it that much. Here I, Comes I, Revenge. I like Here Comes Revenge. That's good. Yeah. And then Am I Savage, Murder One, Spit Out the Bone. Spit out the bone. Spit out the spit out the bone buffet. Oh yeah, that's right, that right. new thing. Actually, we we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about something else. Metallica, <laughs> like, is you know everyone knows that Metallica is super commercial, and they will just cash out on like anything. <laughs> but man, the, the concert coming up that we're going to and and is in there July, like a, a three thousand dollar package? Yeah, it's tickets? just it's just Metallica is just like they have reaching. like first of all they have like twenty different options. Like, yeah, it's like a new low. Like, let's see if I can find this. Can you find it? Or maybe, maybe I should find it. Metallica, yeah. Montreal 2017. And you can read down the list. But for those of you listening, it, this is really funny. Because it used to be that you could just buy tickets to go see Metallica. But now it's like really complicated because they just throw in a bunch of free shit that you don't really need. But it's not need. free. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just them kind of like, well, just giving you a bunch of stuff that maybe you want or maybe you don't. I don't know. But then it's super overpriced. Super overpriced. Well, we we got the bare minimum. We got the the ticket and the and the CD. Yeah, which yeah, that's true. Uh God, page won't load. And they have like different zones. <laughs> yeah, they have different zones. See, the, for those of you who aren't aware, Metallica's live experience has just gotten way out of hand. Like, in the beginning, it was simply go see them play, but now it's like, they've they've grossed so much money yeah. in album sales and tours, yeah. and just the various ways they've sold out over the years, and they've got money to blow. So, when they put on a show, they have a stage, um, they have beach balls at the end of it. It's great. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes they have like a stage that goes out and stuff. And yeah, they have a stage that goes out. They have a snake pit. Because if you don't know, Metallica's spirit animal is a snake. Oh, uh, okay. Right? Because that's what, you know, the Black Album is. It's a snake. Okay. And so they have a snake pit, which is like a reserved mosh pit, where you get really up and close and personal with the band. And then at the end of the show, during the encore, they have like a, they throw Metallica beach balls out oh, yeah, in the audience. Yeah. It's it sounds it sounds funny and really goofy, but it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> like when you're when you're moshing around to seek and destroy, and uh, and you see like a bunch of Metallica beach balls, like you're you're not complaining. You're not going, ugh, this is so. I'm not like you're having a good time, and that's what I love about it. So, anyways, that's what explains why there's like so many concert options. Yeah. Like you could either go in the snake pit. Yeah. Like you can't. No, just and be... then there's like the the spit out the bone buffet. That's... Yeah. Well, I if this stupid page would load fast enough, <laughs> I was gonna explain the spit out the bone buffet, which sounds really funny because that's what it is. Okay, so I got it. Hold on. So there's the regular ticket. So just to give you an idea, there's the regular ticket, which, which is about a hundred to hundred eighty one dollars. Okay. There's the Metallica platform option, where you get priority access to the site, access to the Metallica platform. 
which is an exclusive multi-level platform offering a premium view of the stage, VIP washrooms, an exclusive VIP and wash- beverage stand. <laughs> Like, dude, this is and ridiculous. It's like, do we but even do need these things? And priority access to the. What does that mean? So you get to go there a bit early? Or like, something? why? How early like, do you have why, to go? Why would you pay? I don't. I, I don't, don't get understand. it. I don't get it. Then there's the hardwired experience. There's the hardware experience, so check this oh, out. Oh, but that's. No, no, but that's at the mo. Wait, wait. Okay, so that's, no, that's, that's the not top, even. but we'll, but let's get, go, we'll let's, get back let's, okay, to that. Okay, we're going to work our way up. Okay, so go down a bit. Yeah, yeah. The unforgiving experience. Okay. So you get one general admission ticket. You get to go through the through the never dedicated entrance. <laughs> yet one limited edition Metallica show poster, one limited edition Metallica merchandise gift, dedicated on site staff. Okay. What does that even mean, dedicated on site staff? Doesn't everybody have dedicated on site staff? Like, yeah, I have no idea. Really and then funny. it goes note. Access to the Memory Remains Metallica exhibit is not included in this experience. <laughs> so you don't even get that, and that's already three hundred thirty. Yeah, it, it it gets even better. So then there's the Sandman experience for for a price for a fee of what four hundred and sixty one dollars and seventy five cents. You get one ticket with live early access to the GA field. You get to go through the, through the Never dedicated entrance. You get the invitation to the Sandman pre show lounge, featuring. Cash bar plus one drink ticket. Dinner at the Spit Out the Bone Buffet. Oh, no. No. One, one limited edition Metallica show poster. One Metallica t-shirt selected by you in the in lounge. lounge. Wow, you get to choose the shirt. Wow. You choose it. Private merchandise, merchandise shopping dedicated on I, feel, I feel like people who would be enticed by this are people like... What are, like, it's like they're kidding, like just, children. Like you yeah. know, they're they're like you. You can choose any shirt you like. Like I what? I don't. I don't get it. Anyway, whatever. The like, whiplash what experience. Idiot is then doing this. Sorry. The, the whip. The whiplash experience. One general admission field ticket to see Metallica live with early access to the jail. What does it have? Is different. I don't know. What's enter, the difference between the whiplash wait, experience wait, okay. and the and the sand? Then there's enter the venue th- through through the never. Okay, wait, no, no, yeah, but it's the same thing. But here, here's what the here's what you get. No, on top but of. there's also invitation to the sanitarium rubber room. Yeah, that's it. Featuring one drink. Is that, is that a different room than the other one? Um, no, I think it's the same thing. Wait, let's see. You have to spit out the bone buffet again. No, because there's the Sandman free show lounge and there's the sanitarium rubber. No, room. but the difference they're with different. this one they're is diff- you get this is the but access to the memory rooms. remains, a brand new exhibit featuring band memorabilia, performance wardrobes. Is that even necessary? Diapers. Like, no, it's really not. Okay, what else? Is, so how much is, is the last one? How much one? is that? No, no, but that's the, the Whiplash experience is five hundred and seventy-one dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. So this is so people like just brace yourselves. This is the hardwired experience. So you get everything from before, except this time. This is actually pretty cool, though. You get a group photograph with all... No, 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 no. that's not cool. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold well, on. Well, you, you get photos... It's not exactly the same as before. With his... Okay, so you get the one general admission ticket yeah. to see Metallica Live. Watch the show from a seated viewing platform out by the su- sound and light part. So I guess you get your own place. Okay. Yeah. Enter the venue through the never-dedicated entrance. Okay, we know. Meet members of the band backstage before the show. Okay, so you get to meet the members. Okay. What group photograph with 12 hardwired experienced fans and all four members of Metallica? Okay, so if you're into that, that's good. One autographed set list signed by all four members of Metallica. You also get invitation to the Sanitarium Rubber Room again. Cash bar plus two drink tickets while instead of one. Okay. Dinner at Spit Out the Bone Buffet. 
access to the memory remains of the exhibit. You get the poster, you get the t-shirt, you get the private merchandise shopping dedicated on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, and it, and guess so, how much this comes to? This comes out to three thousand three hundred one dollars and seventy five cents for that ticket of the hardware experience, which is crazy. It's ridiculous. Crazy. It's just crazy. But you know what? I I feel as though with Metallica, maybe it's not that they're selling out, but I think it's just because they have just, like they have such a huge fan base, and if they just came to do a show. Like, people would complain that they're not doing enough for the fans. You know? Like, oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Avenged Sevenfold and Volbeat are opening for them? Yeah, you didn't know. Do we get to see Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah. Dude. You just figured that out. I just found that out. You didn't know? I did not know this. you knew, yes. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I told you. Okay, like, I like this whatever. concert a little a more. You like it a little. Although I haven't really like listened to Avenged Sevenfold in a, in a while, but I I I've they're seen them good live Yeah, the only knock against uh, Avenged Sevenfold is that they're just slightly like whiny. Yeah, but it's like they're good live. I think. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay. Well, it's gonna be a good show. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it and check out the set list. But I, I have a good feeling about, like, I think, I hope they play Confusion. You know, I, yeah. I think they're going to play some stuff in their new album. They're going to play some old stuff. No complaints here. We, I just wanted to share with you the absurdity, <laughs> the absolute yeah. absurdity of, for sure, of this, this, this ticket experience. Yeah. Anyway. Spit out the Boba Fett. So, uh, are we going to talk about the universal oh, yeah. definition? We, we have of... another pressing topic we really got to talk about. So, <laughs> we were having this conversation the other day about... Well, how do we start this? Well, let, know... Let's search it. Let's search for the definition. Okay, okay. The universal... De- let's go on Wikipedia. Okay, so we're... This is about the universal definition of hipster. So, we here in Montreal believe that we have the... Um, I feel like we have the universal definition of hipsters here, but then again, there are hipsters all over the world. I mean, a hipster in Seattle might not be a hipster in Montreal, a hipster in Chicago might not be a hipster in, I don't know, uh, Windsor, Ontario. I doubt there are hipsters in Windsor. <laughs> Maybe. Like, where can well, there not here, be hipsters? Here, here's the, the, the actual definition. Well, according to Wikipedia, well, at least. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. It, 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 the hipster subculture is stereotypically composed of youth who reside primarily in gentrifying neighborhoods. It is broadly associated with indie and alternative music, a very (laughs) non-mainstream fashion sensibility, vintage and thrift store bought clothing, general progressive political views, organic and artisanal foods, alternative lifestyles, and snobbery. Uh, Wow, Wikipedia just put snobbery on here. Well, it's Wikipedia. The subculture typically consists of mostly white millennials living in urban areas. <laughs> it has been described as a mutating transatlantic melting pot of styles, tastes, and behavior. Okay. Wow. Well, anyway, that's pretty that, accurate. That actually kind of makes a lot that's of sense. That's pretty accurate. If you think of first the plateau, I always feel like, like this, 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 yeah, I feel this, this closes like the conversation. No, actually, I, I, it, it closes. We, we, we could go on about this. But, but then the question becomes. 
since it's so popular to be a hipster now, are you still, if you're just a classic definition of a hipster, are you still a hipster or does it take something more now? Well, to be yeah, a that's it. Because everybody mean, would be a hipster. Because now, I, I have some of these things, but I'm not necessarily a hipster. But maybe you are. Maybe, I, maybe I am. I mean, I like listening to sure. records. And that's, that's pretty. Uh, that's not mainstream. Like, the mainstream seems to be downloading music and listening to CDs. But, you know, like, I, I play old video games, like, with my Super Nintendo. Um, but I guess to me, like, the, the uh, you know, the definition of a hipster just lies in just the urban vernacular of... Okay, that is really snobby. Um, <laughs> how people look and talk. Like, when I think hipster, I think of Plateau Montreal, you know, like... Some guy with a bushy mustache, a pair of square frame glasses, tight jeans, uh, flannel t-shirts, riding around a fixie, like a fixed gear bike, <laughs> and his name is like, I don't know, uh... Pasquale. I'm uh, kidding. Uh, Esteban or... Esteban. What was the thing your sister said that that's how Yeah, my sister told me a story about how she she got uh, a poutine with her friend Esteban. <laughs> and I saw a picture of him and he had really curly hair and he looked like a hipster, so... And wasn't it also something about, like, concert tickets? Or it was like, I had to talk to my friend Esteban. Yeah, that was it. It, it, was, it was really funny. It was really funny. And that's my, my definition of a hipster. What, what did she say again? It was exactly. like... Do you remember? Guys, I couldn't get into the uh, the Patrick Watson show, so I called up my friend Esteban and said, "Let's go to Schwartz's." <laughs> like all those things, just yeah, were funny. so hipsters, and then there's nothing wrong with being a hipster. I, I just think no, this is no. a good discussion because it just you know, yeah. helps clarify, uh, you know, the the question here. Where else do we go with this? I don't know. I just think we want. We should. We, it was just good to look up the the definition. It was good to. <laughs> well, we were. We, well, this is we interesting. Trying to figure okay. Out the Hipsters was. in Russia. So, but I guess I guess the reason um, people like talking about it is because I think people like why are hipsters disliked? Snobbery. Maybe that's why I don't know. Well, that clears, clearly that's like judgment, I guess. I don't know. I guess in Russia, the Soviet maybe it's because like it's because it's associated with like gentrifying, which is kind of yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you learned to love it, like gentrification, right? And urban yeah, planning. Yeah, well, I I uh, majored in uh, urban planning and university. True. And true. Gentrification has its has its benefits and disadvantages. Like it kind of it just raises the the cost of living like i mean it depends on who you ask like in saint henry i'm sure a lot of people are against gentrification because these are low-income neighborhoods and this is where people have lived their whole lives and then you know they're used to walking down the street and getting their i don't know affordable you know beer from their local depaneur and then some some guy opens up some coffee shop and they're paying like ten dollars for Latte. Well, yeah, that's pretty annoying. I'd be, yeah, I'd be kind of annoyed. But on the other hand, 
if I was, you know, just, you know, around the neighborhood and didn't feel totally safe, well, I'd be happy to know that the neighborhood was in the process of gentrifying. I'd be much less likely to get mugged, I guess. Yeah. Does that make sense, or am I just... I guess, yeah. Yeah. It depends. I think this might be a topic for another podcast, actually. Like, we just go on about this for a while. Anyway, it's true. Let's 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 go move on to the next topic. So the next topic. The we have a list here. Next topic. What's about Oh yeah, the crazy dream I had. I don't really have that many crazy dreams, but this this was funny and I just thought I'd share it. So I had this dream that I was looking up at the sky and this helicopter was just like spinning out of control. It it looked something like like a mosquito, yeah. like buzzing around and just like wow. moving out of control. And what it did was it safely landed next to me, and I was like, "Phew, it didn't crash." But then it just got right oh, up yeah. and crashed somewhere else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, is that not pretty? That's not that's pretty funny. You gotta admit. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> just like this helicopter. But then it just <laughs> just like safely lands next to me. And then it just gets up and crashes somewhere else. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Ugh, anyway, so weird. So I, I don't know what these these stories mean. Like, I think there's a site you could look it up. I can't yeah. Remember. Oh, really? What's I it called? What it's called. Anyway. Is it is it like I don't know. I'm just guessing. Is it called a dreaminterpreter.com or something? Not exactly, but pretty close. Dream something. I don't. Know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that'd be interesting to look it up right now. It would be. Well, try try looking dream interpretation and see what we find. Let's see. Because there is a website. I'm pretty sure. Uh, dream interpreter. Just just search for it on Google. Dream moods, dream dictionary, uh, dream Bible. Is it dream just, Bible? Just good, good. I guess that would work. Yeah. It's not, it, I guess that's a different one, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, okay. So there's different dreams though. There's color whoa, whoa. celebrity dreams, chase dreams, falling dreams. This okay. is interesting, actually. Okay, it's like helicopter crash or just like plane crash. I guess. It's okay. Try writing helicopter, just in general. Let's see. If... Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. This, here we go. I'm gonna bookmark okay. this. Okay. To I'll, I'll read it. To dream of a helicopter represents plans or. Pro- Projects that are getting off the ground and allow you full discretion. Huh. Okay. okay. Total freedom that allows you to adapt. Plans or projects that are getting off the ground and can adapt as needed. The ability to start, stop, or change as needed with full freedom. Living free at your own pace. No fear of adapting while undertaking new plans. You can continue. This is really funny. Okay. Because we'll get, it we'll goes continue. negatively, a helicopter may reflect your fear of people that have the ability to adapt as needed to control you. Opposition that can start, stop, or change as needed with full freedom. Feelings about having the freedom to be a total jerk while dealing with an off-on problem. Oh, but this is this is even more relevant, because it says, To dream of a helicopter crashing represents feelings about failed plans or projects being carried out with full discretion. Versatile, pro- progressive situations that have failed. New experiences which you can start and stop at your leisure, which have resulted in failure. This is really, really, he, he, really he, uh, a, vague language. An example 
A woman dreamed of seeing someone in a helicopter shooting a machine gun. In, wake, in waking life was experiencing stress relief and increased confidence after moving homes and was able to get off her medication. The helicopter reflected her moving homes and newfound independence to live freer and at her own pace. Oh. This is most of the, the most relevant to my That's interesting. Uh, it's actually it's actually one of the things that Example the two, a man dreamed of a helicopter coming towards him. In waking life, he got a lot of time off work and was able to start a computer project with his free time. The helicopter reflected how he was able to stop and start his computer project at leisure. But isn't it interesting that you started, like, um... Your like your summer break, pretty close to the yeah. time you had the dream, which kind of could, makes sense because your activities can yeah. change. But of course, you know you have to remember that these things like, it's not. It's very you know you never know. It could totally be off. Like these oh, are just yeah. these are. Just, it's a very kind of pseudoscience. This I think. Well, but this is weird know. though. Example three: A woman dreamed of black helicopters coming for her. In waking life, she had been declared legally insane by her jealous husband while attempting to divorce him. She couldn't stop the police and doctors from coming after her and committing her institution. Yeah, I guess. I mean, these are all very... Well, you know, you never know for these things and stuff, but it's interesting that they found, like, an example relevant to to what your dream was, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to use this website from now because I've got a few others that, like, weird... uh, uh, dreams that could definitely serve to be interpreted. Interesting. Yeah. So this is another topic we had. Yeah, this is a topic I just thought I'd throw in in the last second. I wanted to know what people think of the man purse. Because <laughs> this is this this is a trending topic. Like this this is this isn't kind of a big deal. <laughs> I I'm gonna look up man purse. Let's see what people... Oh. Okay, how the world really fears feels about the Merce, a.k.a. the man But it's not really... It's just a bag. I don't understand. I know, I don't get it either. Isn't it just... I the, think it's fine, but it, do, like it does case, beg a question. I, I think that there are certain gender norms associated with carrying a purse. Like, but is like, it a purse or is it a bag? Because it looks like a bag to me. It's a shoulder bag or a satchel. So... There's a, well, I mean, in my opinion, there's probably a difference between, like, a shoulder bag and a, a satchel. I don't know. Let's look I this up. Know. Let's look this up. Hold, no on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Let's get our, uh, uh, ugh, I'm way too lazy to look this up. I know. Okay, you know what? End of episode. Done. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. We're, we're, we gotta go a little... Way too tired for this. Okay. Yeah, we're tired of talking. Okay. Let's just get back to where we were. The Merce or Man Purse is quite a polarizing accessory. On one hand, heroic male characters like Indiana Jones have sported a small crossbody bag. But on the other hand, it's been the butt of jokes, like in The Hangover when a- actor Zach Galifianakis' character had to defend his satchel. See, that's exactly what I mean. Why is it okay for Indiana Jones to have one, but not okay for... I don't know, it doesn't really matter. Who cares? It's not something I really care about. No, it's like, not something I really care about. It, it's just like I wouldn't even care at all. I wouldn't even know this. No, do you, you, don't, you don't use, like, uh, Mad Purses, do you? <laughs> What's a Mad Purse? 
That's what I don't know. I don't get it. Is a man purse a shoulder bag or a satchel? I, I wouldn't care one way or the other. I don't get what the difference is. Benji, you're a really bad podcaster. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to... Oh, you're supposed to have a strong opinion. You're right? supposed to have a strong opinion on but this. But I don't. I don't get... Wait, I didn't choose this topic. Like, I, I don't... Okay. I did. I, I don't really care. That's not true. One person could care and one person could not care. I mean, I, I don't... Okay, well, let's say, it, it, what if what if you started carrying a shoulder bag, and someone said, why are you carrying a man purse? <laughs> I'd like, you wouldn't it was care, a joke. but what, but, but what, would you, what would you say to that? I'd figure it's a joke. <laughs> That's true. I think that man purses are cool. Well, look, okay, look, a purse is is considerably smaller than a bag. Like, and and I don't know like I I think it's because girls carry purses, but men can carry. But this is stupid. Okay, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> this is not going. Well, okay, anyway, gonna... everyone can wear could use whatever kind of bags they want. Like who cares? Yeah, it's Honestly. it's okay. That's true. Everyone, everyone is listening. Please don't be offended. You are wearing a man purse. Please. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Okay. And, yeah. Does that wrap up? Uh, yeah, that wraps up our episode. episode. We'll, so we'll have another one. Listening. Uh, we'll, we'll have another one coming up soon. And um, maybe we'll we'll have another, a different name for our podcast. We'll see. Yeah. Well, but uh, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, we're honored. If, if, if you listened, it's a big if. If you listen, that, if that's, you listen we're, we're, we're really honored. honored. We're, we just started out. <laughs> we're, we're getting some better topics going. But this thing is going to be big in a few years. Trust me, in a few years... We're gonna have a studio. I don't know. Okay. We're gonna have, uh, big, big, big. We're gonna have, um, we're gonna have the show. We gotta have someone. Yeah, well, we're gonna have guests. We're gonna have guests. We have we're, to have a guest. Exactly. We're the, have guests. That's like the best part, right? Yeah, well, we're gonna well have... maybe in our case because we're not that good. No, I'm kidding. Not that I'm kidding. Good. I'm we're kidding. Very interesting topic, I'm speaking so for guests. myself only. So. We're going to have anyway. Matthew McConaughey on here. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Can you imagine Matthew McConaughey like us just being like, so, you know, tell us tell us about yourself. And he'll start being like, well, you know, I was from Texas. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Good night, folks. Okay, good night. Does it feel good? Does it feel good? All right. <laughs>